106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with me today. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you? Good, very good. Good Christmas and New Year's? Oh, yes, yes, always good. Always? Always, always good. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, of course. Larry Unger answering phones. Uh, my son, Richard Rush, joining us now. We're going to do a few car reviews here. If you've got questions for us, uh, lines will be open here in just a few minutes, 303-477-5600. You can always text us a a uh, text question, by the way, a question over the text line, if you'd like, even on a Sunday, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Richard, welcome. How are you? Doing well on this, uh, I guess, nice snow-capped Saturday. Yes. You know, it feels like, I don't know what this white stuff is, you know, we haven't seen it for a while, and then within two weeks, you know. Two storms. After those wildfires. Yeah, well, especially after the wildfires, right? It's been nice to... To get this stuff. Agree. Know? Agree. All right. So we've driven some cars lately. I've got a couple of reviews I need to do of things I've driven here recently. One that really just got out of not that long ago. You've got some as well. Well, how about we start with uh, what you drove? Shall we do that? Yeah, let's do that. So I drove, and, and we've kind of been, obviously, Toyota's been good to us you know, over the past year and given us quite a few cars. Uh, and so the, a few weeks ago, we had a uh, new uh, Toyota uh, RAV4 hybrid version. And, Dad, we've talked about these hybrid versions quite a bit, right, because Toyota's pushing them pretty heavily, and they've, their CEO has come out and said that that's their future, right. at least immediately, isn't full electric, is to do this hybrid technology. You know, Hopefully we get into the new Tundra because they're utilizing the hybrid technology only. There to achieve some torque. Right, only exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and so they're you know doing that to achieve you know some better torque numbers and and fuel economy, of course, and all of that fun stuff. So obviously, we, this isn't the first Rav4 hybrid we've been in, but it, it's a fantastic vehicle. Uh, there's not a whole lot new for this year. There's kind of a little bit different things for the trim level. They've got some different packages on there, uh, but this is really kind of the same vehicle dad that they introduced back in 2019. So really revamped. So folks, if you haven't seen a Rav4 or been in one. In a few years, it's not like the RAV4s of old. It's got a lot of nice technology, a lot of great safety features on it, which comes included on this. And that it really is a great car for a family of four, right? You know, you, right. it doesn't have that third row, but it's kind of that urban, you know, SUV to where if you've only got, you know, maybe two, you know, two adults, two kids in the family, what, what, maybe you're, you're a retired couple, you need something that's four-wheel drive that's going to go everywhere you need it to go. This is a great car, plus the hybrid dad gets you, I think, almost 500 miles on a tank of gas, which for a vehicle that doesn't have that big of a fuel tank, it's really incredible. And I believe the fuel economy is right up there around the, I want to say it's in the mid-30s, mid to high 30s, again, with the hybrid technology that's in it. Now, you do sacrifice some things, right? You know, the acceleration, you kind of get some of that, um, you know, whiny RPMs right at the higher speed with that hybrid technology and the transmission and how they've mated things together. 
But outside of that, Dad, it's a great little car. It will go everywhere where you need to go. And again, I know you haven't, you didn't get to drive this car, but you've been in the Rav Fours, and mm-hmm. they've really made some great improvements. Over they there. are, and of course, that's it, for everybody listening. You all know this, especially those of you that own these. It's one of those. Uh, I don't call it a midsize uh, SUV, although in comparison to some others that are out there, it might be a little larger than what it used to be. But it has really been sort of that smaller SUV. Uh, Toyota has really, let's face it, they've been a leader. They were a leader in that particular segment for years and years. Still are, really, in a a lot of cases, because everybody else had to catch up to what they were doing. But that RAV4 for eons, Richard, has been really a staple in that small SUV class if you would it's not a cuv it's not that small because it still is i consider an suv because to your point you can get full you know four full-size adults or two adults three kids in the back i mean there's ways to do that it's actually roomier than most people would think and it's gotten roomier as time has gone by these new models are actually better than they used to be absolutely they are and that's and that's the thing is you can get quite a bit of cargo in the back plus a relatively full-size four or you know second row i should say and you and i will talk about a car here in the future that acts like a four car, yeah acts like a kind of a four car a four seater right we're going to call it even though this is a five seater but some of these second rows dad they've they've smushed smushed them down so much right that they're not fully that way but the rav4 is you can fit four full-size adults right. in good leg room all that much you're issue. right you're right exactly cars car seat all of that sort of thing. And then the last thing I will say, Dad, is the price point. You can get a RAV4, and I believe you can get a RAV4 hybrid, if I'm not mistaken, for under 30000 starting. Now, that's going to be the base model. There's not going to be a lot of frills on there. But if you're looking to get into a yeah. four-wheel drive SUV with the hybrid technology, especially, again, fuel prices are nine have stabilized, come down a little bit, but they're still pretty high and you know, Lord knows what it's going to be in the future. You can do that for about under $30,000. So encourage folks, get out, test drive it. Again, Dad, we've been saying this for a while now. Toyota is one of the few manufacturers that actually has inventory on their lots right now. True. So we encourage you, get out, test drive it. And when you do, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. All right, we'll move on to one that I drove, and you didn't, but I did. It's a 2022 BMW M. 440i it's the x drive so it's an all-wheel drive grand coupe and really had great styling i will say that numerous people that i i saw just like the styling of the car the car looks a lot more expensive than it is and when i looked at it it's not cheap don't get me wrong but you'd think it would be more expensive than it was the car came in at about sixty-seven thousand dollars uh ran extremely extremely well uh, had all of the luxury features you can imagine. My only complaint with this car, and I don't, I didn't look to see if it's because of where we're at with chip shortages and things along those lines, Richard. But it had no power driver's seat, which I found really odd on a high-end BMW. All leather, everything else, all the other bells and whistles, all the other driving assists, but no power driver's seat at all, which I found but, really that, strange. Well, and on a no offense, on a you know, sixty-seven thousand dollar car. You would expect the seat to, uh, you know, conform to your body, right? But right. that is kind of something, unfortunately, that BMW has done over the years, where they kind of leave out some what we would deem key features. Correct. You know, out of some of their models. So just something to keep an eye on. But it actually also looks like that that they're also. You said this is the all-wheel drive model, but they actually have a rear-wheel drive model. Correct. Which debuted this year, which is really cool. And again, they've got some. This is part of the. Um, I guess the second series four generation, which is 
introduced this year. So if some of you folks are like, oh, you know, four series, I don't know if I've really seen this, you know, driving around, whatever the, it might be, um, you know, I would def- definitely encourage people to get it. Because when I saw that, I was kind of surprised. I was like, wow, you know, I haven't seen that car before. They've done a great job with the styling. It is. It, fantastic. And it sounds like it ran Oh, awesome. It, ran, it had the M package on this particular model. It's a two-liter uh, you know, supercharged, turbocharged uh, engine, and works absolutely fantastic. There's really no delay on how well the, the you know the engine winds up and so on. It's a it's a very smooth, great running vehicle. It's probably the best way for me to say that. And again, uh, you know, it, it is the ultimate driving machine for a reason, and I mean that sincerely. It really does work, handle well. Uh, I mean, this car and it had the uh, all weather tires on it. They just put some nice snow tires on it, if you would. And uh, vehicle worked extremely, extremely well. So, yeah, no complaints other than, like I said, my only complaint with it is not having that power driver's seat, which, you know, it's not a deal killer, but it's like I just didn't understand why that wasn't there. Sorry, just just, just saying. Yeah, kind of wonky. Again, and, and the Europeans do that from time to time, right? And, sorry, put, and by the way, sorry, I was wrong. It's a it's a three liter twin turbo inline six is what it is. Uh, I, I'm I'm mixing it up with another model they've got. So no, it's it's a it's, sorry, not a two liter. It's a three liter with their E boost. So it's actually got sort of a mild. I forgot to I forgot to mention this. It's sort of a mild hybrid in it as well. So the fuel economy on this car was in the low 30s, which is surprising on a car you know that large. It's an eight speed. Uh, automatic transmission uh, again has the X Drive uh, componentry to it, and it's got the 48 volt. They call it mild hybrid technology, which you're going to start seeing in a lot of other companies that are out there. Steve over here from Geno's will have to figure out how to work on yeah. some of these down the road because it is sort of this mild hybrid. Mercedes is doing this as well, and and other car companies are also. It's not a true hybrid, but it does help it get up into that 30 miles to gallon you know range, Richard. Well, and, and again, like you said, it's not the true hybrid, but again, if, if you're seeing some manufacturers, more of our American manufacturers, not sure why, fully embrace this electric side of stuff versus some of these foreign manufacturers are saying, well, let's hold off a second, you know, let's kind of put some of this hybrid technology in these. And they're doing so, Dad, to boost, obviously, performance but also boost right. fuel economy That's so right. they can meet those cafe ratings. That's right, exactly. So, again, folks, if you're interested in this car, it is a really good-looking car. Uh, I don't know what inventories are like. You'll have to just check on that. It's the 2022 BMW M440i X-Drive Grand Sport. Go check it out at your local BMW dealer. And, again, tell them that Richard Rush, John Rush from Drive Radio and both Rush to Reason sent you. All right, Richard, so the next vehicle, last one for today. This is one we both have driven. And it's a, it's a you I don't want to say it's a unique vehicle because a lot of folks have it, and it's a vehicle that I actually enjoy. But this is a vehicle that folks either love or they hate. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So th- I call this, and this is Infinity. Do not take this derogatory because it's not. But we call this the football. We do. And it is the it is the 2022 Infinity QX80. And the reason we call it a football is because it actually has this really pretty brown color. It's got like this, you know, the, the kind of the speckles in it almost. Um, and it kind of looks like a football just because of how rounded the car is. But this is Infinity's big SUV. Yep. Um, it's, you know, designed this is Tahoe-ish with, size, if you want, if you would. Correct. It, yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not a, you know, uh, a suburban, you know, style where it's, you know, got that long back end. It's designed to have kind of a... Full third row, we're going to call it that, with a little bit of cargo space in the back of it. Correct. But let's be honest, 
there's not a ton of nope. cargo space nope. behind that third row seat. So no, if you're carrying can, stuff, you got to have that third row folded down if you're going to have any kind of cargo in it. And, and, and it can carry, you know, six full-size adults. But again, if you're trying to put, you know, uh, maybe a car seat in the middle and, or, you know, and then put a stroller in the back, you're not going to be able to do that right. very well. But really is a fantastic car. We've driven it before. It's got a lot of the nice plushness. Oh, it's, it's luxurious, infinity. no doubt about it. I mean, that part but of it, bar none, in fact, I will tell you that, sorry, Chevrolet or, you know, General Motors, but on the luxury side of the fence, is this one more luxurious than what its counterparts are? On the American side, um, yeah, it is, absolutely. So, 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 Dad, one complaint you and I have always had with this vehicle is the infotainment system, but yes. it seems from what I was reviewing, much better. they kind of fixed it. Oh, much better. Way better. Interesting. Okay, so because so, it used to be... In, in it the, was in, really in wonky for the... You know, Nissan had kind of this wonky nav slash, you know, audio system and so on, and it was kind of wonky to even work your way through it and so on. Uh, again, the only complaint that I had on this vehicle, and I'm being honest, folks, my only complaint, other than the fuel economy stinks, but Nissan, that's a whole other issue because it's a 5.6 Hemi engine, and they just don't get great fuel economy. But 400 horsepower, by the way. My only complaint, and I don't know, again, if this has to do with some of the chip issues and so on, Richard, that's going on, but all of the steering wheel controls that you would, at night, expect to light up so you can actually see what's there and what buttons to push and so on, don't. <laughs> And again, some of these oh, wow. things I'm just seeing from kind of vehicle to vehicle where you can see them having to sort of uh, cuts, cut corners isn't the right word, but they're having to eliminate some things because of the chip shortage. And, I, and again, I just have to wonder, is that one of those on this vehicle? And I don't have the answer to that. It's, well, and, and, and I think, that, and you could be right, Dad, maybe it is a chip situation, and I hope it is, because the price you're going to pay for this QX80 you would expect everything to light up in this car, Correct. right? You know, just, you know, by motion sensitive or whatever. The only thing I would say to Infinity is this. Again, driven the car, it's great. It's smooth, folks. It feels almost like a truck going down the road. It yep. feels heavy it does. in a good way in that you don't, you know, you, you feel safe in it. So, folks, if you're looking to, you know, put your family and your kids in something safe and feel safe, this is definitely a car for you. But that, and it seems like Infinity is catching up a little bit, but it doesn't quite seem like they fully caught up in terms of the technology because based on what I'm reading and, and what I saw of the car, while they've updated their infotainment system, they're not quite there. Nope. But for some folks, Agree. that may not be a big difference. No, for me, me personally, is, me, you know, the way I use it personally, fine. I have no issues with it whatsoever. It did have the, you know, the DVD screens in the back and all that, which, again, for me personally, could care less about. This thing, by the way, I should have mentioned earlier, it will tow up to 8,500 pounds. So this is a full wow. vehicle that you can do whatever you want to with it. And it is very, very luxurious on the inside. So I will say, Richard, it is one of the most luxurious SUVs. But again, folks, without further ado, go check it out at your local Infinity dealer. This vehicle is around $90,000, just shy of that, which is right in line with what you're going to pay in that particular realm. So again, go check this out at your local Infinity dealer. Tell them that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush reason both sent you richard i know we got a couple of more to do we'll do those on monday though because we you know with all the snow and everything else we got a little bit behind so we'll catch up on monday how's that sound that works for me and one thing I, last thing i'll add on that infinity dad is uh, we just got word we had some other stuff going on that the diesel engines as part of the yukon and you know what chevy's and gm's yes. putting in their product is basically they're halting production on those for the time being and uh -huh. so if you're comparing apples to apples, and I've got a diesel engine version, 
But if you're going to look at the 6.2 liter, this is very comparable towing True. to one of those vehicles True. with the gas. And since you can't get the diesel and the added torque and such, I don't know, maybe something that folks consider, but just Good point. A, a small item to note there. Good point. All right, with that, I'll leave it at that. We'll talk Monday. Sounds good to All right, Richard, love you. Appreciate it very much. Jerry and Greeley, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. We have a couple lines open, by the way, on top of that, 303-477-5600. And, guys, I always get questions from you guys during the week on, hey, I'm looking at this vehicle. I'm looking at this new vehicle, this used vehicle. We have all these reviews, these things that we've done. We do that on purpose so we can share these things with you, knowing that, no, not everybody's going to go out and buy a $90,000 car. I get that. But some of you may buy a $60,000 used one of these a few years down the road. It's also why we do this. So we have done this now since about 2008. It's been a very long time that we've been driving cars. So typically there's something that you're looking at. We've typically driven it, know some of the history behind it and so on. It's why we do this. So if you ever have a question on what to buy, what to drive and so on, please just let us know. We're happy to answer that. But Drive Radio, we'll be right back. This is KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298191. Almost 20 years ago, we chose Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center for our pet's care, and it was one of the best decisions we've made. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I know this is one of the busiest times of the year for all of us, but don't forget your pets. They still need their checkups, and preventative care is the best thing you can do for your pet's overall health. Whether your pet is new to the family or has been a family member for many years, regular checkups are key to caring for your pet's health. Depending on their age, your preventative care visit may involve other concerns, including vaccinations, diet and weight management, microchipping, medications, spaying and neutering, house training, and behavior. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, their goal is to take the time to get to know your pet and address any questions or concerns you may have about their care. And don't forget, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has all your pet's needs covered dentistry, dermatology, eye care, orthopedic care, pain management, along with full grooming and boarding and pet training services, all at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Call them today, 303-708-8050, and check out the great blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression. 
combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service over in Littleton, by the way. If you need anything in that uh, southwest end of town, go see Steve at Gino's. How many years now? 39? Uh, it'll be 39 in May. 39 in May. <laughs> hitting, almost hitting 40. I, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it, too. <laughs> That's all right. No, I'm enjoying it. That's good. Jerry and Greeley, you're next, sir. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. A uh, friend of mine is considering buying a new Chevy pickup. And he had run across some reports of um, some of the Ecotech engines with the active fuel management having a problem that bends push rods. Are you familiar with anything like that? Some have had issues, yes. Yeah, we've we've, we've yeah. dealt with it. I think the most super critical, or I don't it sounds really weird when I say it that way, but you have to change the oil, and you have to be really diligent in using the right oil and the right filter will help that the most, most because they're using oil pressure to... To, to help that. So when you're lax and you miss some, you get a buildup in there, then that system does not work right and it fails. Yep. But okay. for the most part, it's a good, I th it's in my truck. It's a great system, but I'm diligent about the oil changes on that. And that's okay. true for all cars. Yeah. But, but that one, especially, and, and we've known that for years, and it's partially why, you know, folks that are driving that particular vehicle, even when they call in and say, you know, how often should I change oil? That's one of those vehicles that, you know, five, 6,000 miles max, full synthetic oil, high-quality filter. That's one of those vehicles you do not want to go extra long on oil changes because of that. Because you know, keep in mind, Jerry, the way all that works, for those of you maybe that don't know this, the way they do the active fuel management, and they've changed that now to where it used to be they'd shut off two cylinders at a time. They are now shutting off individual cylinders, and they can shut up, to, uh, shut off up to, I believe, uh, I think even all the way to six cylinders today now on the new models they've come out with, Jerry, and that's all done through the lifter itself. Okay. So, so you, you don't believe there's any integral problem, it's a maintenance issue possibly? Um, I, I think... 
be careful I say this. <laughs> Every manufacturer, yeah. as they went through COVID, had issues with quality on certain things. Because keep in mind, Jerry, they had people that they were shifting and moving around. And, you know, COVID just disrupted so many things, including the assembly lines themselves. They shut them down. They brought them back up. They shifted people around. Has every company out there had some quality control things they've had to deal with through COVID? Absolutely. And this is one of the ones GMs had to deal with. All right. I mean, everybody's dealt with it. Ford's dealt with it. Toyota, GM. I mean, everybody. There's, there's all just little, you know, little idiosyncrasies, if you would, throughout each line. And I don't think we've even seen the results of all of that yet, Jerry, because some of these vehicles still are not in full production mode because of, you know, chip shortages and and so on. So I don't think we've even seen all of what we're going to be, you know, reaping. And and, and, I've, and I've, I've advised people on this. I mean, if you can wait. And not buy a new car until some of this stuff shakes out. I think that would be uh, you know beneficial. Some folks can't, even folks like me, or you're you know trying to supply a fleet and do the things you do. You just have to buy what you buy. But I'm sort of one of those guys where right now, if you can keep a vehicle pre-COVID, I think you're better off. And then wait a year or two until COVID is completely subsided and some of this stuff goes away. Because I think a lot of these manufacturers are going to struggle with quality through this time right now. Makes sense. Well, I'll I'll pass that along. Thank you, John. You're very welcome, Jerry. Appreciate the phone call. 303-477-5600. Again, folks, I'm not going to tell you, you know, you can't buy a new car, but do I think you need to take precautions on that and really pay attention to what you're buying? Yes. And and again, it's still, you know, a crapshoot. They've got warranties and things on them, and and, uh, they do. But one thing that I will tell you, too, in Colorado, this is just a side note. In fact, maybe we should talk about this when we come back. The Lemon Law in Colorado, which ours is probably not as strong as some of the other Lemon Laws around the country are. And I'll talk about that here in just a little bit and let you know what I mean by that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Back when he had one service van and no money, Lewis knew he had one shot at success. Happy customers. A lot of HVAC companies offer what Lewis likes to call the taillight guarantee, meaning once you watch them drive away, you're not getting any more help. Even before Absolute became an HVAC company, back when they only offered electrical services, Lewis made a different kind of promise. From the call to your care, we'll be there 24-7. To this day, you can ask anyone at Absolute about their top priority as a company, and they will start talking about customer service. Lewis never lost sight of that one key to success as he continued to add new services. Even now that Absolute offers boiler services, a famously hard-to-find skill set known for unresponsive technicians, Lewis only hires people who commit to their customers long term. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will come back long after their taillights disappear. Schedule an appointment 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 
Winter is here, and we've seen snow, high winds, and fires. You need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com, or call 303-841-1071. That's Extreme Auto Repair. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, and Larry Unger, of course. And Larry's answering calls. Any questions you've got for us, please call 303-477-5600. Whatever you got for us. You're looking at different types of tires because of the snow that we just had. Or you know, we always get questions on how long should a vehicle warm up when it's that cold out, so on and so forth. But let's talk for a moment about lemon laws in Colorado because there's always, always, always confusion when it comes to lemon laws in Colorado. The other thing there's always confusion on, whether you buy a car new or used, and this is for a lot of you maybe that are transplants that might be listening to us for the first time. This is for Colorado. I don't know what it's like in Wyoming or Nebraska or Kansas or New Mexico, the surrounding states. But for us in Colorado, number one, there is no three-day right of rescission on a new car or used car purchase. If you buy it, unless it is specifically spelled out, signed by both you and the dealer, that says you can bring that car back, you own it. Period. I don't care if it's an hour later. You own it. I don't care if you signed the papers and didn't drive the car off the lot. You own it. (laughs) Once the paperwork is signed, it's now your car. When it comes to the Lemon Law, we have very uh, very specific law when it comes to the Lemon Law in Colorado. It covers only self propelled vehicles, including pickups and vans. Motorhomes and motorcycles are excluded 
from the Lemon Law. So it, you know, when you purchase a new vehicle, it'll come with a warranty. Those warranties state that the manufacturer will repair, replace defective parts, blah, 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 blah. When a new vehicle has been purchased with a manufacturer's warranty and it has a defect that substantially impairs its use and market value within one year of purchase, and that defect is not repaired after reasonable number of attempts, which, by the way, in Colorado is four, then the Lemon Law may apply. Now, keep in mind... This does not mean that if you have a rattle in the dash, they're buying it back. These are things that impair the value and or drivability of the vehicle. Not, I've got a squeak, or not, I have a rattle, or whatever the case may be. The other things that are not, or, you know, that void your Lemon Law warranty, if you would. I mean, I don't know the right way to say it. The Lemon Law is what I should say are defects resulting from abuse, neglect, or here's the key, unauthorized modifications or alterations of the vehicle by a consumer. So you buy a Jeep, you put a lift kit and a winch bumper on it. It's not in the lemon law anymore, folks. It's done. You, you just eliminated that. Or you buy a Chevy pickup truck and you put a lift kit on it. Or you put, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the heavy iron cross bumpers front and rear or whatever the case may be. Again, it's not covered. Hmm. So point being, be really careful on some of those things you do modifications on. Because when you do, you may very well be taking yourself out of the lemon law. And again, a lot of these things are, are you know, covered by attorneys and so on. Kevin Flesh being our attorney here, these are questions for him. But point being, not everything is handled under the lemon law like you think it may be. So be careful. Jeff in western Montana. You're back. Jeff, how are you, sir? I am back and hopefully better. Uh, you're, when you guys, when you and uh, Richard were talking about the, I think it was a BMW. Yes. It had the X Boost in it. Yes. And uh, that kind of made me think, I, I, you know, the F-150 is completely the other end of the spectrum. They went all electric all at once right? without any sort of proven market for it. And Chevy's doing I'm the same thing, of, by the way, with the new Silverado. They're going to do the same thing. Yeah, and I just keep thinking, you guys were talking a couple of weekends ago about folks driving back from ski areas and in electric vehicles and no place to recharge and what's going to happen when you're stuck in traffic and I'm just wondering, you know, what kind of a gamble is that from your perspective and how much fire remorses are going to be out there when people realize that, you know, this is not exactly what I thought I was getting myself in for. I I personally think that General Motors especially, you know, promising that they're going to be all electric by whatever it was, 2030, or I don't remember exactly what their date is. I think it's 2030, Steve. Uh, I, I think that's a dumb move, Jeff. I really do. I think you're pigeonholing your market. You're basically telling your customers what they're going to buy from you. You're not offering them choices as to what they can buy. I think Toyota has a much better approach to where they're going to take that hybrid approach, just like they've done with the, the new Tundra, where you know you can actually buy a Tundra, still has a gas engine, still has the ability to go from coast to coast which, with normal fill-ups, but they've incorporated that hybrid technology into it to where they've upped the the fuel economy they've upped the torque the horsepower uh i have not driven one yet but from what i understand everything i've read the new tundra just works you know fabulous 
And, and, and to your point, why General Motors, Ford, both have not looked at some of that, even like with what BMW, Mercedes, by the way, is doing a similar, it's a 42-volt uh, sort of an auxiliary power system they're putting in these vehicles where it still does drive and operate like a regular normal gas vehicle does, but it's got that additional boost that, you know, again, in that case of that three liter, you know, dual turbocharged BMW, I literally was getting, you know, in town, was getting 30 miles to the gallon with it. Yeah, and I having think fun so. doing it. <laughs> and having fun doing it. It's a great car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well said. And I just wonder about the, uh, you know, there's a reason why uh, Toyota uh, surpassed GM and became the number one uh, automaker recently. Agreed. And I think it was, I think it was, it's partially due at least to their, uh, you know, let's take things in increments, not try to bite this. Well, and, and what Toyota off. has I mean, come out and done, and their CEO has been, you know, and to their credit, and this is a, a cultural thing in the in the Japanese world, you know, to their credit, they're not going to have somebody else tell them what to do or not do. In other words, what Toyota is saying, much like Elon Musk, even at Tesla, has said, is there's not enough power out there to even go the direction that the U.S., you know, senators and, and presidents and so on want things to go. In other words, this this green energy thing they're trying to push, there's just not enough power to even handle that. So, you know, let, let's go that, that halfway in between. We'll still build vehicles with batteries. We'll do our hybrid technology, which we were the inventors and literally not, I don't want to say they started it, but let's face it, Toyota really did start and refine that hybrid technology with the Prius. They did a really great job with it, and they've got more experience with that than probably any other manufacturer. And what they've said is, we're going to continue down that path. Yeah, we'll build a few plugins here and there, and they have to, by the way, because of the way things work, you know, legally speaking. They don't have any choice but to do that. But outside of that, they're going to stick with the hybrid technology, and I think they're very wise in doing so, Jeff. I couldn't agree more, and I, I'm just wondering as you talk how much the woke virus has infiltrated and infected the uh, American automaker Far market too much. versus Far too much. the Japanese who, who are yep. looking at, like you say, we're going to give the customer what they want. Yep. We're not going to tell them what they want. And uh, Mary Barra at GM, think, as far as I'm concerned, Jeff, is living in a vacuum. Uh, she's not a. She may have come up in the company, but she's still not a car person in my in my view. It's just not who she is. And am I talking bad about her? Yeah, I think they need a new CEO. I, I don't like her direction that she's taking uh, GM. I know a lot of the folks that even work inside of dealerships and work for GM feel the same way as I. They feel like they're going in the wrong direction. I've got dealers that I know firsthand that feel exactly the same way, Jeff. So I'm not the only one out there in the marketplace saying that. And I think as time goes by, she's going to be proven to be very wrong in the direction she's headed. I think you're right, and uh, there's an old saying. It says that once you get to a certain level in a bureaucracy, there's two things that you will never experience again, and one is a bad meal, and the other is the truth. Yep. Well, and, that, and as a side uh, note for all of you that maybe think I'm being a little too harsh, do you want to know how many EVs General Motors sold in the last quarter of 2021? I would like to know, yeah. yeah. 26. Not 2,600, not 26,000, not 260,000, 26, Jeff. That's it. Now, part of that is because they had to hold, you know, operation or, or, you know, selling of bolts because of their battery issue and so on. And a lot of folks didn't want to take delivery of the new Hummer EV until this year. But to me, those are just excuses. The reality is... I, I just don't think this is exactly – there are some segments of the market that want this, 
but not everyone in the marketplace does. And in turn, they sold 26 EV vehicles in the fourth quarter. Wow. And the wow. reason I know that is because that- Elon Musk was making fun of them. <laughs> Now, I heard yesterday <laughs> that bet. in California they were asking people not to plug in their cars. Oh, yes. They were at, uh, oh, yes. Powder, powder yeah, charge. well, when they have those rolling, you know, brownouts, blackouts, whatever you want to call them, yeah, they'll, they'll actually tell people, you know, we don't want you plugging in right now because it's an extra strain on the grid. So we've got all of that going on, and yet we have a, a, an administration today that wants to push this, and literally, and even here in Colorado with our, our illustrious governor, they want to shove this stuff down your throat. It, it goes back to not being free market, which I'm 100% against. Let the free market dictate how these things get sold, handled, manufactured, and so on. And when people want them, they'll buy them. But anytime, Jeff, you try to shove something down someone's throat, it doesn't work. We all know that. And I'm just wondering how much of the Elizabeth Holmes and Thanos uh, repercussions are going to come back to bite the the leadership there, not in terms of criminal uh, stuff maybe, but just in terms of great question. Uh, like you say, consumer consumer backlash and lawsuits yep. and great question. Investors going, why, why did you do this crap to a good company? And right. I mean, yep. Great, right. great question. No, good stuff. Jeff, i got to run to break. Thank you, as always. It's a great comment. Lines open, 303-477-5600. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? 
To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving, low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Classic car insurance is not created equal. Some insurance companies won't offer you insurance at all, and if they do, it's most likely not the right coverage. If you have an accident or theft, do you know if your current company will cover your classic or modern hot rod for its total value? Do you know that some companies put limits on how many miles you can drive in a given year? Paul Lewinberger has been selling insurance for the past 18 years and knows the ins and outs of the insurance industry. American National Insurance has a division called Chrome Insurance that is specifically tailored toward people like you. Chrome stands for classic, antique, or modern classic, hot rod or street rod, replica or kit car, original, unrestored, modified or custom, exotic, rare or unique, and in excess of $100,000 in appraised value. Don't insure your special car with anyone else. Get the best coverage at the best price by calling Paul today, 303-662-0789, or find him on our website, drive-radio.com, that's drive-radio.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Lines open, 303-477-5600. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service in Littleton. Tom in Lakewood, you're up, sir. Yes, uh, I got a comment and then a question. Sure. Uh, the comment is, is that in all the talk about... Uh, uh, electronic or electric vehicles, I've heard. Nobody's ever mentioned about that old physics thing about force is mass times acceleration. Now, I got a Malibu. I can haul four people in it and it weighs 3,000 pounds, a little over. I was talking to a guy that owned one of those big Teslas. He weighed 5,000 pounds. So just pure energy, it's going to take 70% more energy in that Tesla than in the Malibu. And you know, if you ignore everything else, just pure raw energy, that's a true statement. Now, my question is: is uh, I got a two, I got some two-stroke engines at home, okay. uh, snow blowers and that, and you put that little bit of oil with it. And I was just wondering how long that keeps. I mean, a regular gallon of gas, you basically keep it six months to a year. Oh, it is long. I mean, I don't think the oil does any stabilization of the gasoline itself because you're just adding the oil into the fuel to, to you know, because there's no crankcase oil in a two-stroke. I would still be putting some B, some BG supercharge in stored gas if you're going to store it over the winter, Tom, even in a can like that. Just put a little bit of super, you know, measure it out, put the right amount of supercharge in it, and if you do that, you've got a can that'll last at least a year, no problem, or more. What about in the snowblower itself? Should I drain that each year? Yes, I would at the end of the season, yes. All righty. Well, thank you. You're very welcome, Tom. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, Steve and I were just talking through the break when it comes to the EV, you know, sides of things. Uh, have we tapped out where we're at with the current EV technology as far as batteries? Because a lot of you listening may or may not know this. Some of you do, some of you don't. But the way the EVs work right now, the battery packs that are in them is, believe it or not, they're made up of thousands of little batteries that are similar in size to a, it's bigger than a double A. In fact, they call them vape batteries. They're a little bigger than a double A 
they're they're not as big though as a C battery. C, yeah, so it's kind of like C, halfway yeah. in between a C battery. Actually, they're smaller, quite a bit smaller than a C battery. It's really more in the size of a double A, but but yet bigger, probably one and a half times. The size of a double A battery is what a, I would a, say. A double A on steroids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and so there's, you know, in a in a Tesla, for example, there'll be a thousand yeah. or so of these batteries that are all inside of this this pack that weighs about twelve hundred pounds. It's very very heavy. sits underneath the vehicle, and it's it's quite a, a conglomeration of things to get it out and even figure out if there's a dead cell, how to fix it. There is some some guys out there. One guy in particular, I believe, in California that will fix a Tesla battery where Tesla will just make you buy a, another battery, I believe, and are about ten grand if you buy a battery for a oh. Tesla. And, yes, do cells go bad? Of course they do. I mean, think about that. There's a 1,000 of these little AA batteries inside of these packs, if you would, these modules. And if just one – and this is, this is going to blow your mind. If just one battery doesn't function correctly or goes bad, it will not allow the entire pack to recharge correctly. So the other 999 will not work properly if one is not working properly. So it just occurred to me, is that for safety? I have no I, idea. I mean, we're now we're kind of bantering about it. No it, clue. It, I have, you know, that I don't know, and I've got to learn more about it. I don't know. If any of you out there listening know, please call in and tell us, 303-477-5600. I don't know if that's a safety issue or just a design issue or what, but I would think in today's world – you'd have the ability to have some redundancy to where if one cell goes bad, you can somehow work off the other 999, and or, away or, we go. Or at least half. Or can you shut down, the, you know, because that guy showed the bridge. Maybe you shut off one set, you know, one series of cells. So if you, you now would. you're down to 80%. Right. Or whatever I, the number is. But. And, and again, I'm not an electrical engineer. I have no idea how they're doing that. But right now I can tell you, because I've seen it with my own two eyes, if just one of those batteries goes bad, the whole thing is pretty much defunct. Sure, it's a done deal. You're towing the car at that point. And some of the some of the batteries are way he was explaining it was were wired in series, and some were in pairs. Yeah, the, the <laughs> actual number on that battery somebody texted in is an eighteen six fifty. So they're eighteen millimeters across, sixty five millimeters tall, and uh, there you go. So that's that's how they cool. work. And and again, if you if you go and do the measurements, it's it's like Steve said, it's like a double A battery on steroids. Yeah, and and still the the issue is what's in tri- inside of those little batteries is that stuff that's really hard to mine. Right, all know. the rare earth metals are in there, and and so that's the other issue is that you know we're spending so much to get that. That's stuff. right. That's why I say we've reached. Our, I'm not against all this, but I think we've reached our limit of what we can do, unless there's some really smart people. And, and there's physics. There can only be so much that you can get to. I'm. I agree with you. At least that's I, what I'm thinking. Not but. disagreeing with you at all. I think you are you're spot on. I, I I believe you 100%. Josh joining us now. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, John. How are you? Good, sir. Good. Hey, so um, I heard you guys talking about the batteries, and um, I think you were saying that if like one of the individual cells uh, has an issue, that the whole pack will shut off. Was that right? Not necessarily shut off, but not recharge. So you know you'll you'll still drive the car down to where you have no no more range left, but you cannot recharge those batteries when that happens. So I don't. I'm, and Grant, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I don't think that's entirely correct. Um, and the only reason I say that is because um, each one of those individual cells, um, the little 18650 batteries that are in there. Um, each one of those cells, the max voltage on those, I think, at full charge gets up to, I believe, 4.12 volts, roughly, in that area. Okay. 
and um, and those those packs are running at 400 volts, some of them. Um, and so uh, what they do is they each all those batteries will be connected um, essentially along a bus bar. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. You know, each time multiplying that voltage, and so you'll um, if you've ever seen the like a Tesla battery pack, you'll see it's you know stuffed full of those things. Correct. And I think within each one of those, um, the smaller sub-packs, it has another set of individual cells. So each one of the, I guess, sub-packs will have, uh, um, you know, possibly four cells in it, each one of those cells consisting of, you know, 20 to, I don't know how many of those batteries, you know, I'd have to sit and do the math. But um, Um, I don't think that's entirely true that, you know, if, if you have an issue with one of those batteries, now it will affect the overall voltage of that of that um, could be uh, fixed and balanced with uh, certain charging habits um, by the uh, battery management system. But that is one of the things that um, you will see is that as those, uh, as you get longer into the life of those batteries, that the um, voltage um, at max charge, it doesn't get anywhere near that. uh, But don't they get to the point where, and again, I'm, I'm, Doing all this off of the, the where I've learned all this, by the way, is there's a company down in Phoenix called Gruber Motors that actually has a bunch of videos out, and he talks a lot about the way they fix the Tesla batteries and so on. And I and I, maybe I've, I could have been watching a video and heard wrong, but I thought he said in one of the videos that when one of those goes bad, it does not allow the entire pack to be charged correctly. But I could be wrong. Uh, and I'm, that might be the case. And I, I don't. Um... I, I think the at least what I was understanding from what you were saying was that you, I think you were referencing the individual cells like the 18650s. I think if one of those goes bad, it, it you won't have as much issue. But if you have you know that uh, the cell, I guess, of 20 of them that are all connected, and that you know all 20 of those, you know, enough of them go bad. That's where I think you can run into issues. But I don't. I haven't messed you can, with. You the, could be right, Joe. I mean, again, this is one of those things where I'm trying to learn more on this as to what's you know how do i want to say this you, you know, what actually goes bad and, and and even for those folks that are owning these when do they know they have one going bad does the car tell them do they just lose uh you know range in the battery pack itself and these are answers i don't have i don't know i i know on my vehicle i have a nissan leaf and um it does show me the um, it has a battery health bar uh-huh. um, that will, um, from what I've seen on uh, Nissan Leaf uh, forums, is that essentially as, as the battery gets older and, um, like I was saying, that pack voltage won't get as high as when the battery was brand new, okay. that that uh, battery life meter starts to dwindle down um, as the battery, in, which in... Um, for my personal case, I'm quite surprised because I'm at 12,000 miles on my vehicle. And from everything that I've read, most people, um, you can normally expect, I believe, they said 10 to 20% degradation in the battery um, by the time you hit 10,000 miles. And um, my, I was just looking at it um, not 10 minutes ago. The battery health meter on my car is still at um, 100%. Good. Now, I can't go in there and actually measure, you know, see what the actual voltage is because Nissan doesn't show that to us. But, right, right. Uh, 
you know, only take take Nissan's word but for I, it. Again, you if you, and, and I got to run to to top of the hour break. But Josh, if you or anybody else finds out how this works and if different companies are doing it differently as far as when one of those cells goes bad, I mean, I'd love that information. I'll share it. it it's great to know that. And Josh, again, thanks for calling in. And I will actually look at the screen on my Bolt and see if it's similar to what Josh is saying. I honestly have never gone into that depth of it to see if it gives you an indicator of the life of the actual cells themselves. I will actually do that when I get home today. So, Josh, thank you for uh, for saying that. We'll be back. Another couple hours coming your way. Top of the hour, I've got a guest joining us who has a brand new product out that gives you the ability to do oil analysis in a easier fashion than has been done in the past. So we'll talk to him in just a few minutes as well. So don't go anywhere. Hour 2 is next. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.